Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Right, let's change it up. Let's talk about a sport I love. Found myself out there at Takapuna Beach this morning doing a nice little uh, ocean swim in some very lumpy conditions. Next week in Topor is the Ironman 70.3, which is basically a half Ironman, two-kilometre swim, 90-kilometre bike ride, 21-kilometre run. It is a huge event. Uh, This time next year, uh, New Zealand will be hosting the World Championships in Topor. The event director is Wayne Redden. He joins us on the programme. G'day, Wayne. G'day. What are you things, mate? Good. It's been a while. Been a while. It has been, yeah. Long time, mate. Hey, what what are the biggest challenges with organising an event like this? Um, Well, we've pretty well been doing this for a long time, as you know, so the challenges seem to be less and less each year. Obviously, the main thing that we keep looking at is the weather, um, something we can't control. So that that's the main thing, is, is um, making sure that we we turn out a nice day for the athletes um, and everybody goes away happy, but everything else is pretty much um, much down, down pat now. In regards to numbers, are we seen an increase in numbers? Is it sort of stagnated? I mean, the level's always high. There's always a big demand for it. Are we seeing an increase in sort of the half Ironman type races, or are we sort of maybe peaked? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think we're, we're looking pretty good numbers number wise for um, next weekend at around twelve thirteen hundred. Um, so that, that's that's pretty good. Um, obviously, there's a lot of slots for the world champs, so so interest is pretty good. Yeah, now, okay, let's just go through the distance again. Two kilometre swim in Lake Torpo, 90 kilometre bike ride, and a 21 kilometre run. Um, is this is this over the, um, well, is this is this over the Ironman course that happens down there in March? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much the same um, swim, the 70.3 that we won run in March as well. It's the same uh, swim course as that um, happening out on the lakefront. Uh, bike course is a little bit different, even though it's still on Broadlands Road. We're, we've changed it up a little bit and made it a two-lapper, so it goes as far as White Road on Broadlands Road, turns round does two laps. So a little bit different to what we would normally do um, for the standalone 70.3, just to make things a little bit different. And then, of course, on course, um, it'll always be along the beautiful lakefront, so mm. that's, that's staying the same with a three-lap run course. The change to the bike course, does that make the bike course a little hillier? Yeah, yeah. So you might remember Heart, Heartbreak Hill. Um, so they'll be negotiating that twice, like like they do for the full Ironman distance. Um, but it's just to make that seventy point three in total December a little bit different to the March one. Yeah. So so it was um, athletes seemed to have liked it when we told them what we were doing. Um, we actually changed changed it to twenty one when we were going to do this do this race, but obviously COVID stuffed that up for us. But um, you know, it's been received by the athletes pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Topol Motorsport, the whole lot, it's become a real um, town for major events. The Ironman, uh, the 70.3, are they well received? Does the community get right behind it? Yeah, yeah, they, they do. Um, they they always have. Um, people are ringing us wanting to know if they can help out the volunteer. Um, so, yeah, the, the interest in town's pretty good. Um, and, you know, with the motor motor racing coming next year as well it's um, it's really got the, the town buzzing mm. Yeah we should not underestimate too just the economic benefit these events do bring 
Um, particularly, uh, you know, let's be honest, triathlon, it's a fairly affluent sport. And so those that do come down do tend to come from a reasonably high socioeconomic background. However, we encourage everybody from all different walks of life to get involved. And I guess just on that way, and I think Iron Māori has done a really good thing in terms of maybe breaking down some of the stereotypes and providing a pathway for people into the sport. Oh, yeah. Um, those guys over there, Wang and Heather, have done a great job over there. And it's, a, and it's a really good better event for us um, over the last 10 years or so that they've been running their events um, here. So I really appreciate what they've done, um, you know, getting people into the sport um, that you wouldn't think would normally want to do the sport. Um, so it's really, really cool what they've done over there. And, and most of them um, decide to come and do um, Ironman full distance at some stage in their journey. Mm. You, you want to ask you that I mean you've got, clearly got the elite athletes that are there trying to win and we can talk about those athletes shortly you've got those athletes that I guess this is their sport and it's always been their sport and you see them come year after year then you get those other ones that's a bit of a bucket list and it might be a stepping stone to doing the Ironman but are we are we seeing do we get all walks of life on the start line do we get those athletes that are just out there that are you know quite casual um, turn up on the old rickety bikes um, not that caught up in sort of you know buying buying their way to the front yeah, um, not, not so much now, Mark. It's, um, so people realise that it's, it's a big effort they've got to put in, whether it's a half or a full distance. Uh, they've got to prepare themselves to do it. Uh, you just can't roll up um, on an old old rookie bike anymore and expect to do it. Um, even though we, we do offer the team um, option as well, so you can have a team of three swimming, biking and running. Um, sometimes um, some of those cyclists turn up with with not such a flash bike, but they seem to get around um, okay. But no, no, the, the quality of equipment the athletes are using these days is pretty good. Mm, absolutely. And again, even the low-end bikes, the technology that you find on the, I guess, the level-entry bikes uh, 10 years ago would have been cutting-edge technology. Yeah, correct, correct. But um, like you know, Mark, the, if the bike doesn't um, push itself, you still got to have an nope. engine on, you, on yourself and make it work. Yeah, this might not be politically correct, but I say it's the Indian, not the arrow. Uh, right, um, man is still a machine. Uh, let's talk about the elite level. Uh, in regards to the start list for the women, how strong is it? Who are the big names? So the women's field, um, mainly we've got Hannah Berry and Rebecca Clark, obviously. Well, that's back a that out. great rivalry right there. Which, is, which yeah. is going to be a great, great race for the women's race. Um, we do have... Um, young lady from the Netherlands who's racing Western Australia this weekend so she's on the start line to come here so I don't know what sort of shape she might be in but um, hopefully she'll still come and, and give the other girls a bit of a race. Men's side of it, always interesting, always fascinating, great depth at the moment amongst our men. Yeah, the men's race is going to be pretty pretty cool. Um, we've got Braden, uh, Mike Phillips, have our Gomez is turning up which is really cool. Um, and then, you know, Jack Moody, Kyle Smith, of course, um, last time he done this event in 2019, um, Kyle won this event. So um, Mike's won it in the past, Braden's won it in the past. So, so the, the men's field's going to be something to watch. It's going to be really, really special. Yeah, Javier Gomez, I think five-time ITU world champion, Olympic silver medalist, one of the greats in the sport, married a New Zealand girl. And um, yeah, has, has come back into some pretty good form. You, you mentioned Braden Curry there. What an athlete he is. Mike Phillips. Um, wow, that is just the, worth the price of entry. Not that there is an entry fee. Yeah, that's um, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Um, obviously, a lot of them are mainly a local um, field, but um, these guys are world class. Um, they've had a, 
a big season this year. Um, they've been all around the world racing and doing really well. So, so really excited to see these guys supporting the race, um, especially at the end of the year like this. Um, they're still keen to come along and, and do a pre-Christmas pre-Christmas race. So that's really cool. Mm. Okay, let's talk about next year's race, World Championships. Yep, uh, we're starting. You know, twelve months out. Um, from that event, so things are starting to wind up um, with us starting to organise things like that. Um, obviously, this event third time lucky for us because it was postponed in 2020 and 22. Um, so we've done a lot of the, the groundwork already. Um, it's just a matter of picking those those up again and and running with it. Um, they're really excited to finally get this thing um, you know underway and and, and um, can't wait for it to arrive next December. And because of that, I'd imagine this is a qualification race for New Zealand athletes to earn a slot to be able to get on the start line next year and race in those age groups or race at elite level? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got about 90 slots for the age groupers. Um, and most of our um, elite guys have already qualified. So it's, um, anybody else that's racing racing pro, um, there's, there's chances there for you guys to pick up a, um, a slot because of the roll down. And we should say that these 70.3 half Ironman events are staged right around the world. All of them will have qualifying spots for next year's World Championships. So how many countries do you anticipate will we see representatives from this time next year in New Zealand? Uh, I would say um, that's one thing that's not written on my sheet, mate. Um, but I'd guess that we're well over 100 countries will be will be coming. So, so 98, I'd say 98% will be from international market mm, it's a big undertaking isn't it yeah yeah there's a lot, a lot of athletes um that will be coming here it's probably one of the biggest um sweaty events we've had here in topo um so really looking forward to it mm. and, and wayne what's the local scene like in regards to just triathlon at the moment from the kids all the way through to i guess the veterans so got as a good yep. is a, is a good, good little circuit there good little group yep yep um tri-sport taupo which um as the local tri club, they're still running quite strongly for us. They're actually doing a couple of aid stations for us next weekend. So yeah, I think triathlon's pretty, pretty much um, still still a um, popular sport here in Taupo. Yeah, and, and what are your own kids up to these days, Shay and stuff? Um, Shay, Shay's got two kids now. I've got two grandchildren. Oh, congratulations! Um, and the other ones, yeah. So they're just they're, they're still out running and doing stuff. Um, their mother, Vicky, of course. Um, yep. My lovely wife, she's still out there doing it. Mm, no, fantastic. It's amazing how quickly time moves on, eh? Wow. Yeah. Mm. Hey, look, Wayne, all the very best for next week, mate. And uh, look, thank you for um, thank you for joining us on the program this morning. Or, or someone just quickly wanting to know, how can they follow the race? Uh, I'm on Facebook. There'll be Facebook Live. Um, they can follow the race there. Um, it'll, it'll be a, a finish line um, camera that they can watch. And then we'll have some cameras on the pro, pro race. But I'd it will be um, live fed. Oh, fantastic. The, um, I Man channels on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Hey, thanks, Wayne. Lovely to catch up. Yeah, thanks, buddy. There you, you go. Are. 13 minutes away from Levin Wayne Redden there. Next week, 70.3 Toport Half Ironman event, two kilometre swim, 90 kilometre bike ride. What a field, man. Kyle Smith, Braden Curry, Mike Phillips. That are three rock stars right there. Kyle Smith is sensational. Braden Curry is tough as any athlete I've ever seen. And then you've got the more measured Mike Phillips, one Ironman a couple of times now. Um, and then you've got your Hannah Berry, 
Uh, Rebecca Clark on the women's side, there'll always be somebody else that'll step up and shake the cage or rattle things up a little bit as well. So certainly exciting racing to look forward to if you're in that part of the country next week. It is 12 and a half minutes away from 11. You're listening to the Saturday session. Mark Watson with you through to one o'clock. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more.